Betty? Betty? Betty. Betty. <laughs> what happened that time? Betty. Oh my god. That was hilarious. Why does this always? <laughs> Did you listen to to prom night? Oh god, it was a really good episode. I loved it. Wasn't it so much fun? I loved it. Oh yeah, start to finish. See, that is the difference of watching a great movie. You know. And we watch it one time for, you know, to be mesmerized, and then we watch it for the commentary. See, I, I think we have the perfect formula. Yeah, so I love it. Just, just like uh, what we did here with Terror Train. The first time we watched this, we were in awe. Yeah. How good it was. In awe. And remember Black Christmas? Black Christmas, though. God, we were, <laughs> when we threw down, we were like, this is the best movie that's ever been made. <laughs> yeah, truly. I was like, okay, Casa, what? <laughs> Seriously, it was really. so good. Oh, so, my God. So oh, but yeah, prom night is emotional so but look at look at do you notice how this keeps happening to us though by the way do you notice how every time we see one of these like 9.5 to 10 yeah we think this is the greatest film I've ever seen. <laughs> I know. oh i'm excited okay i'm but... really excited because I, I already know like okay spoiler alert this is getting at least a 9.5 oh so. uh at least because it has your jamie lee <laughs> Yes, I can't <laughs> lie about that. Mr. Jamie Lee and David, David Copperfield. Okay, David Copperfield. Magic is in this movie. He's in this movie. How fun is that? He's he's in it a lot. Yeah, he he has a, a prominent role. And Jamie Lee Curtis is was was my first Hollywood crush. Oh, that's so cute. My first Hollywood crush because of Halloween One, right? Like. Laurie oh, right, of course. Laurie Strode. I was completely in love with her. You know? I was like, why don't you come babysit me? Oh, that's so cute. Mine was a Treyu from NeverEnding Story. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. Oh, yes. I think I remember that. Well, of the purple buffalo. <laughs> of the purple buffalo. No less. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. A.K.A. The Chief. Oh, no. That's so good. When was the last time you, you watched it? Oh, uh, what? Six years, maybe? Okay. Okay, it's time. It's time. It's time. I know. <laughs> the Nothing? Are you kidding me? Oh, I know. Okay, The Nothing. That's the <gasps> real. It re it's so good. Andre! Yeah. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for another viewing of it. Okay. See, maybe one day... Mm -hmm. Maybe one day we can do like, I don't know if if we ever have, um, like if we ever get with the patron thing. Oh, let's do that. Yeah, maybe we can do like non-slasher episodes for the patrons that are still like, you know, on topic of the '80s. Like we could do the Wizard, of course, and we could we could show a screen doing Nintendo or something too. You know, just for fun. I would love that. I would love that. Let's do that, though, because we this is episode eight. So episode 10, we should start getting the the that site going because we have we can do T-shirts. We have stickers. Um, you know, we could offer. Yeah. Only, like the patron only 
episodes. Um, Sounds great. My friend Madeline was the one who uh, suggested the Jalo movie. Yeah, I was going to bring that up next. She's a huge, huge fan. So actually, the first time I went to her house in Seattle, she was one of my first friends here, and we ended up watching Chopping Mall together. Wow, I love it. <laughs> so she's, she loves all of it, and she would love to even come on for a little bit and talk about it too. Hey, I think I remember this now. I remember this story at the Chopping Mall. And Chopping Mall, and I was like, yeah. when's the last time you watched Chopping Mall? Hey. That's great. That's great. Oh my God. So Chopping Mall, it's been 10 years. Oh 10 my years. goodness. It's hilarious. Yeah. The banter, yeah. it's the kids. <laughs> it's the kids. Yeah, for sure. And remember Shockma? Shockma! <laughs> Shocking audiences everywhere. <laughs> Is a chimpanzee. Oh my God. It's the best ever. Too fun. Oh my God. Fun. So yeah, um, definitely appreciate the suggestion and you know we're going to step up to it. Oh yeah. Um, because as we've, we've actually mentioned, um, we're going to have an, an entire month where we tackle the Jalo. Yeah. And, and just get, get down with it. And as a reminder, you know, the, the Jalo, of course, we're, we're speaking of a subgenre of horror films that predated the slasher and, and actually was the catalyst for it. Nice. So this is very important stuff. We have uh, Dario Argento, Mario Bava, <gasps> Italian filmmakers played with aesthetics, uh, colors, psychedelic stuffs going on. They introduced the masked human mm-hmm. killer. They brought us Freddy's finger knife. They, <gasps> they brought us several scenes from the Friday the 13th films. Okay, that sounds amazing. We have to do all of them. It's gonna be really good. And I just wanted to, oh, welcome to Slashers and Suits. <laughs> welcome to Slashers and Suits. I'm Old Ange. I'm Sue, and we are pretty excited because we both love the movie that we're about to watch, which makes all the difference in the world. I know, I know it does. Um, But I wanted to quickly uh, give a shout out to those who have been following us on Instagram and Facebook, and we really appreciate uh, comments and, and following all of our little teasers that are really fun to make because we really, really enjoy these movies and it's super fun to get hyped for them, so. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It means the world because we are people who grew up on these films. Yes. This is our childhood right here. We love these purely and simply love them. So we decided to do this just because of that love. And Absolutely. Here we are. <laughs> you know, it's we're, we're pretty soon we're going to have 10 episodes and yeah. I mean, you know, it, it might sound like you know, a little to some people, but for us, that's a huge landmark and it's not going to stop there. It's going to keep going and going and going. Call us the Energizer Bunny if you want to. Okay. <laughs> Yay. So. Oh, that's super fun. Um, it's We are at um, 289 people. So for each and every one of you who enjoy Flashers and Suits. You. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> it's much appreciated. We're, we're not going to stop. We're, we're going to keep doing it. So, you know, play play along with us. We, we like to stress 
that this is best experienced as a watch along. Yes. You know, so a watch we, along. We're going to say play, and then you play. We play. Yeah, we play. But also, if you're you know just gathered around the fire with the family. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. you, you can... want some wholesome. Yeah, wholesome entertainment. You can just uh, turn on an episode and sit back and listen to a nice story. <laughs> yes, very nice, peaceful, quiet evening. Bring grandma. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, I, I love it. So okay, we talked about Terror Train in the last episode as you know what was going to be next. You yes. did not want to watch it, and that's why it's so funny, ah. <laughs> because it's like your favorite thing ever. <laughs> I thought, once again, once again, I assumed, I assumed that I was going to hate this movie. You did your I, thing. I don't know why I keep doing that. I, I did my thing, and, and so far, <laughs> every time I do that, it ends up being the opposite. I know, every time. Every time, because remember, I did my other thing, with Friday the 13th. Part three, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> like I did it in reverse. I'm like, man, I can't wait. This is gonna be the best one ever. How are we ever gonna top this? <laughs> and then we watched it and it was crickets. Crickets. <laughs> Except for, of course, it has the best Jason ever, so. It sure does. And, and that, because of that fact, we ended up making it an excellent episode. We, oh, it, it, was, was an episode. it was super fun, actually, uh, to wear our 3D glasses. We got a bunch of snacks. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so uh, for Terror Train, what do we have here? Uh, well, so help me. I've got a train whistle here. Yay. I'm wearing <laughs> I'm wearing a hat. It's not a conductor's hat, but I'm wearing a hat. Excellent. Excellent. I may or may not be in overalls. Perfect. And... <laughs> Overall, I have to say that I am very, very, very excited to be reviewing this film because A, as you said, Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, B, 1981. Oh, it's so good. C, it has a gimmick that works for it surprisingly well, which is that the entire thing legitimately takes place on an actual moving train. Oh, it's so cool. See, we weren't prepared for that. We were like, oh, okay, they're gonna build a, a set and it's gonna yeah. kind of look like a train. No, they're on a train and that thing is moving. Um, it's moving and you loved it. <laughs> I'm, I'm shaking my booty because oh, I yeah. love this movie so much. It was the funniest thing. <laughs> You're like, really? I know. Oh. I dreaded watching this movie. It's because I had convinced myself that I wouldn't like it because it takes place on a train. I know. You know, and I have like that personal thing with yep. trains. Yep. But this film is so good, it transcends <gasps> all of that. Okay, and I will say, coming from Prom Night, which has, I don't want to say, the justifiable, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the justifiable. <laughs> <laughs> um, killings. Okay, not saying that, but kind yeah. of also saying that. But if we were going to if we, it would be Alex. It, it would be Alex. But Terror Train, to me, is on the list. If we were going to do a top 10 justified... <laughs> 
Oh, for sure. Which we should. For the 10th episode, we should do all, all like, top 10s, maybe? Or or okay. just, like, a part of it? So, so, for that episode, we're going to have to dress as <sighs> top 10 click did in Happy Birthday to Me. Yes, perfect. Scarves, yes. Scarves. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I'm doing it. So, so yeah, we're, we're going to have so many top 10s, too. We're yeah. going to hit you guys with every possible top 10. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really, really fun. And this one, the one you just mentioned, like yeah. most justifiable killer, you're getting into, you're touching every academic discipline by invoking that conversation. Right. At the same time. So oh, dear, I know. <laughs> can't wait. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I can't wait. And this, okay, this movie is also on Amazon Prime. <laughs> yes, it is. So far, we've really struck gold with Amazon Prime. It's been amazing. So just to throw that out there, you know, Seriously. anybody who's like wondering, okay, where do I find these movies? You know, I don't want to buy them or, right. or whatever. Just go to Amazon Prime. They're all there. Yeah. Every single one of them. And in fact, this particular movie is on YouTube. Oh, there you go. I'm like, what? All right, all aboard. Okay, all aboard. <laughs> we are ready to board the train. Did okay. you, wait a second, because I also are, just to say, um, I will be posting the teaser for our next film, which is My Bloody Valentine. And oh, we're we're yeah. still in time. We're still the week of Valentine's Day. So... <laughs> so, belated Valentine. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be my bloody Valentine. And you said you watched the first few. Did you do your thing again? Um, I I may have. What? Did <laughs> <I do? laughs> no. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, hey Sue. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I'm. I'm in. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is so funny. No, I, haven't watched, I, have, I haven't watched it. I didn't I didn't watch My Bloody Valentine. Oh, okay. Wait, you watched the first few minutes of Terror Train again? Yes. Oh, my God. That's yes. even funnier. I, I actually did because I was pretty excited. <gasps> I love it. Okay. I couldn't, I couldn't contain myself. That's so funny. Yeah, it's it gets wild, so everybody buckle up. Yeah, um, I am like peak excitement. I'm going into this ready to love it. So fair warning, this review is going to be blatantly positive. Oh yeah, because this is a damn good movie, right? Oh, here. it's it's so good. I mean, Jamie Lee, come on, we're it's the same thing with uh, with prom night. You cannot go wrong with Jamie Lee. Yeah, she eats up the screen. I'm, I'm pretty sure she just kind of uh, commands this movie. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's and so good. Oh, my goodness. Um, so when we finally get to Halloween. Oh, right. I know. See, that's the funny thing. Is I know. We, we haven't done Halloween yet. I know. You know, <laughs> it's, it's not like we are neglecting it. We are literally waiting for the perfect time. That's the, exactly what's happening. Because you it's going to be big. It's huge <laughs> it's an event and we had to it's, start yeah we had to start back wait we started yeah. in 1984 actually 
<laughs> I know that's the thing. We we hit them with Friday the Thirteenth Part Four because the legendary line delivered by the legendary Crispin Glover it's is true. where we got our name from. Yes, it is. And so <laughs> we got I our mean, suits. <laughs> we got our suits, and and that was the night too that we decided to do Friday the Thirteenth. And then we really rolled with it. Yes, we did. We really rolled with it. And we psychoanalyzed Pamela. Mm -hmm. We got into all kinds of stuff with Friday the 13th. And I think that we made the right move. I really do. Oh, I do too. Those were super fun. And we only ended with part three because to finish out the Fridays, you know, that we started with. But we will eventually get to the later 80s as well. But we're going to spend quite a while here in the early 80s. Oh, we've got so many great films left to go. This is a great genre. There's so much to see here. We've gotten to have so much fun and let it continue now. All right, where are you? I am at the 20th Century Fox sign at six seconds. Six seconds? Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Ooh. Oh, okay, okay. Immediately the music. Yeah. So it opens. It's a bonfire. It's a party. we got a lot of kids hanging out and dancing. But before the picture even comes on, mm-hmm. we've got this amazing song that's rocking. This song is really doing it for me. Yep. Pretty good. It's really doing it for me. And, and okay, when we talk about classic establishing shots in slasher film, we've got some sort of school-related event here. And yeah. there's a group. There's a group within the student body who has some sort of elevated status. Perhaps they're graduating with honors, or perhaps yes. they have some sort of fraternity slash sorority shenanigans going on. Yep. Uh, in fact, we've just confirmed this. Look, we've got the Greek letter jackets happening. Yep. So we've got uh, we've got our classic group. Look, we've got some social archetypes going yes, on. Yes, we do. This is great stuff. And we see Jamie Lee boogieing in the background. Do you see her boogie just now? Yeah, and it opens, you know, the very time we see her, she's got this great smile. Everybody's happy. Um, But there's a little undercurrent of tension going on here with this group of guys. So Jamie's over there with the girls, and then we've got our fraternity guys, students, and this, the amazing Fro, of course, pops up yet again. Amazing Fro. (laughs) (laughs) and we'll get into that later but there seems to be you know kind of the jock guys and then the nerdy the nerdy guy that they're having a little fun with or what they think is fun with they're gonna lead him to to something here so more of the classic bullying motif yeah there's some sort of social status Thing going on here where someone is clearly the quote-unquote nerd and uh i think something's gonna happen with that and then who's this guy we got so uh, you called him chris farley last time remember which it, it, he is in glasses and it's like yeah. <laughs> i mean i don't know what's happening he's t- 
taking his hat off. He's putting it on. He's he's moving and shaking. I don't know what's going on by that fire. <laughs> I wish we saw more of him in this movie. <gasps> oh my god, okay. What just happened? Okay, so this guy thinks that this is a funny thing he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> he gives he gives his friend a severed hand as a handshake. And it, it's worth noting, the reason that these kids have access to real body parts mm-hmm. is because they are medical students. Right. They're, they're medical students, and they think it's funny to steal body parts from cadavers and use them in pranks. Right. Um, definitely some some interesting dynamics going on here. And something is about to happen because uh, we're sort of getting the vibe that shenanigans are being planned. You know, I didn't even think about the handshake and what's about to happen right now. Uh, total foreshadow. Yes, for sure. And then did you see Jamie Lee is wearing the jersey too? And it says Doc on it. Oh, so nice. I think that that might be her boyfriend. Okay, right. And she's in on the prank. She does not know the extent of the prank. So she's she's kind of in a bedroom and she's supposed to entice the nerd up to the bedroom as if there's going to be some fun times. But I think it's supposed to just be a joke on him. Yeah, it's another one of these tragic situations. You've got the reluctant participant, um, reminiscent of prom night, actually. Yes. Where where one of the kids was clearly sort of having cognitive dissonance and not really wanting to go along with it. Right. So that's happening again here. Jamie Lee's in the cognitive dissonant role, and uh, she's also sporting a, a jersey, which uh, which belongs to Doc. And and I think that we're going to meet Doc in a little bit. And she, yeah, she really thinks that it's going to be a relatively, you know, simple, safe prank. So I, I think that she doesn't really know what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah, and, and in reality, this is going to be really brutal. Mm. It's going to okay. be really, really brutal. So... so... Oh, no. We see the nerd... Okay, so first of all, Jamie Lee's behind a curtain. And on the bed, we see what looks like a woman on the bed. Are we going to ignore inappropriate use of thigh? Inappropriate use of thigh! (laughs) Yes, thank you. Oh, God. So Jamie's saying, kiss me, but oh, God. The nerd's on the bed, and what falls down is a dead body. Oh, oh, oh. And he starts screaming. He's freaking out. He's freaking out. Oh my god, he's twisting in the bed sheets like he's standing up, twirling around. The sheets are tangled, screaming. Oh god, Jamie Leeds, terrified. She didn't know what was happening. All the jocks in their jackets, they're laughing. Look at the level of desensitization going on here. These medical students have placed a cadaver that has been sewn back together in, in the bed and have pranked their friend their friend has been tricked into thinking that he's going to have sex with uh, obviously a live woman. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> one would, one would assume. <laughs> oh my god! Who's uh, purported to be in the bed, but actually in the bed is a cadaver. Yes. He sees this. 
he freaks out and now he's completely mentally ruined cut to the credits in red again. okay the red on the black though the red and black is such a good combo for these movies um it's perfect and we see david copperfield david is the magician super and cool remember you pointed out this the train scene right here you really like this oh i love it so after the the initial scene for the credits, it goes to a train emerging out of, what is that, just some, I don't know, some kind of tunnel or something, but it's really dramatic white smoke and the slow tunnel, or the train with the bright light and it's just coming at the, at the, the camera, it's so cool. I, I think that this intro is about as as well as they could have done. Oh, I think so, so too. They, they hit it perfectly here. Now, 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 look at this. We actually missed this the first time. So we're three years in the future now. Right. We just cut to three years later. That's right. So. So wow. now they're. Gra I think they're graduating. Yes. Yes. And we've got all the same people. Yes. And they're going to have a party on a train. Yes, to celebrate. Can I point out, though, too, the amazing slow-mo? I am a sucker for a good slow-mo. When the nerd was on yeah. the bed freaking out and he's yelling like, ah, it, it's, it does a slow-mo of him turning and, and then his voice gets deeper. He's like, oh, it's so cool. You know, <laughs> I am also a sucker for slow-mo. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Who is this Ed? Uh, one of the kind of trickster figure, I guess, came out yeah. of the the bus. From all of, all these kids are getting off the bus to get into the party train to celebrate, and one of them's a Joker dressed in a is that a Groucho Marx mask? Yes. Yep. And so, oh, okay. It's a. I think it's. I don't know if it's a costume party because only half of them are dressed in costumes for some reason. <laughs> right. It's one um, of those situations where where everybody is just going to be really intoxicated and wearing whatever and just partying all night long. Pre-med, that's right. All right, so look at this skeleton that they just pulled out from the luggage compartment. And look at this finger right here. They keep pranking people with body parts and what what the people being pranked don't understand is that these are actual body parts. That's right. Sorry about that. Hacking our mascot Falcor is with us. Yay! Can yes, you see the beloved him? Bark. The beloved Bark in the background. Oh, and there he is, the little sweetie pie, Falcor. Oh, the there he goes. Little Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Who, His little uh, place. Was <laughs> sleeping on my chest a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. That okay, so. We've got Groucho Marx, we've got a witch, we've got um, an al crocodile, alligator. Never remember which is which. 
And then we've got some conservatively dressed people. Uh, yeah. Memo. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, oh, and then pants. We've got pants. Definitely more on that <laughs> in a bit. Um, oh my then, god. Did we mention Uncle Sam? Okay, that's right. We oh dear, we've got that's an Uncle gonna, Sam. That's going to be huge in a few minutes. Oh yeah, that gets uh, disturbing. It so, really oh my God, David Copperfield. So now we've got our magician with his the huge box of tricks. Yes. Yes. So David Copperfield has been hired to perform on the train as part of the party. And he looks straight out of the monkeys or something. He really does. And I must say, this is a really good idea at the time to have the party on a train. Yeah. It's, it's actually a really good idea. You know, because the thing about being on the train is you're always somewhere between here and there. I love it. You know, you're, you're kind of in an X zone and you're always moving. It's kind of a, an interesting vibe. It's sort of like being on the Gravitron, at the, the local <gasps> fair. I love that. It's the Twilight Zone. You remember the Gravitron? Yeah, I love that. Round and round and round. Yep. And uh, we used to like the local fair. Oh my god, I Would miss you it. Say that that was fair to say. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh look at this. Okay, so we're not. No, we're not completely. You know, it's not takeoff or whatever the equivalent is for trains. Oh no, it's takeoff, definitely. Takeoff. <laughs> so there, it's not takeoff yet, but the conductor is really, really sweet working with, uh, I think it's the secretary and they have this really cute moment of like a slow dance before he goes to the, you know, the uh, ruckus of these students. <gasps> All you know, aboard. This, this conductor has a big heart. Yes. I, I think that that was a really powerful scene just now, so let us know that. Yeah, and um, he's also, uh, I can't remember which movies, but the conductor is, used to be like a big time Hollywood actor as well. Yes, yes, he did. <gasps> okay. okay. Look, look at this. So, what happened? We just had our first kill. First kill. It was an off-screen kill. Everybody gets on the train. They're saying all aboard. They're, they're taking off. They're thinking that no one has been left behind, but somebody was left behind. And so now he's laying in the snow. Okay. And they don't Oh, Oh, Ooh. this is brutal. Ah. He, they roll him underneath the train on the tracks before it it leaves. So and and his body is is directly on the track in line with the wheels. Oh dear, it is not going to be good. They don't see. They don't sir. So it cuts. Oh. So it cuts away pretty quickly. But you hear the crunch. You hear the crunch, and the crunch is, is somewhat unsettling. But uh, yeah, it is. They don't show anything. Thing, of course, because as we always like to point out, you know, the, the slasher movies were subject to their own set of rules. Yes. Right. So the censorship here is off the charts. And it is, of course, very contradictory because there are war films from from this era and and also just typical action movies that show that, way more uh, that, that show so much more as, as far as 
You, you want to see blood and guts? Go watch, you know, an, an 80s action movie or, or a war film. But slasher uh, movies aren't about that. They're about being cool. And what's cool is that the it was the guy wearing the Groucho Marx mask and who we think is the killer takes right. the mask away and the suit. And now um, they are standing in the the train with the mask on and they just do the slow walk onto the train. So that was a really good scene. And, and so now we've established the iconic mask for this film. Which is and perfect. We have another iconic thing happening right now. We've got a final girl shirt. Oh, yes, we do one, Jamie Lee. Oh, and yeah. and how brilliant they have her. So her costume is a pirate. So she still has the collared shirt. Yes, she's got the collared shirt. That was incredible on their part. Yeah. Uh, we always, always want to remember when we're watching these things, folks, we're, we're looking for the genre conventions. We're looking for the iconography. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are, are visual cues. Uh, chief among them is the final girl shirt. It is a white collared button up shirt. You love it. When you see that, you know that she's going to survive. And Jamie Lee is into survival, so. She is into survival. Speaking of which, we need to start reaching out to some of these people. I think it's about time they came on the show. It's about time. Okay, Jamie Lee, I'm talking to you. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So we see uh, who we think is the killer in the mask, just staring at the girls. And then... Oh, we, we switched to pants. You want to tell him who pants is? Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see if I can tackle this. Uh, oh, my goodness. So, as we mentioned, this is a costume party. So, everyone is sort of dressed in, the, in some sort of alternative way. Now, one of the females on this train, <laughs> in lieu of a costume has a pair of extra-large trousers that are tied with a belt way higher than they normally would be tied. <laughs> like, basically uh, up to her neck. <laughs> yes. With suspenders. Oh there she is right now. Yep. Okay, yes. So she's 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 wearing she's wearing her pants <laughs> disturbingly high. We're, we're talking about uh, Steve Urkel would be jealous. Oh, my here. goodness. Okay. And I love it because Pants, she's the only one that you remembered from this movie. <laughs> I know, she's the crazy one. <laughs> oh, goodness. She's, she's the crazy chick, and, and so I remembered her. That's, uh, that's a classic, uh, one, of, one of my long-standing vices. Yep. <laughs> it's a Heisu move right there. I go for the, for the crazy ones. So, um, okay, now... <laughs> Now we, we are being introduced to a very, very important character here. Oh. Um, we, we've got the, the Alpha. Yep. And he's in charge of the fraternity. And he is also the orchestrator of the prank that drove that guy insane at the beginning of the film. Okay. And I love what happens. There's another guy on the train who's like, oh, you know, did you hear about that? 
thing that happened a few years ago that um, that got the guy those some people kicked out of school and then our alpha says well almost kicked out and they all start laughing so Jeez. they yeah they basically introduce themselves as the pranksters and they're making fun of the nerd's response i shouldn't call him the nerd but you know what i mean oh yeah well <gasps> he he has been framed as the nerd so for, for the purposes of this film, he, he is the nerd. He's the nerd. And what I love here, Jamie Lee walks in and she hears it and she's like, excuse me, you yeah. put a guy in the hospital. What are you doing? Right. So. All right. I'm trying to sort of frame this scene. So so the leader is in a friar's. <laughs> yes. um, this is like really great classic fraternity type of stuff. Right, they've got the Greek banner here on the wall. Okay, and our hip guy that comes into play in a few minutes. Because what they call him something funny that's just silly. But with the alligator jacket and boots. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> it's just a green jacket and boots. And he's like, supposed to be he's the like, crocodile. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a reptile. They make him shaft basically for the purpose of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, now also, there are three train conductors. No, there's four train conductors. One, there's two. four train conductors. One of them is missing from this scene. Yes, that's right. But okay. So, so this is this is another group. This is a prominent group in the movie. Yes. We've got a couple of groups. We, we have like the alpha dominant oh, group, right? We have the popular group. We've got the conductors, okay? And then we've got like the magician and his crew. <gasps> oh, oh, okay. Um, we have an, oh, it's you moment. It's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's you. Oh, so it's you. one of the girls is walking down the train hall and she sees the, the person in the, Groucho Marx mask and she's like oh it's you so that's one of my favorite tropes that obviously we know that it's probably the killer and she's just pretending like they're best friends and whoops this is this is really great stuff so when we talk about things that makes the slasher movie so fun this is this is one of them they're, they're really playing with our minds because we're like thinking hey man don't don't you realize that's the killer but but that's her friend. Yes. So this tells us that the killer is somebody that we know. It's someone from the group. Okay. And, and here so we, got a shaft <laughs> we have a shaft moment. I love it so much because so the girl gets away because our shaft guy uh I forgot his name in this because we he's they call him know, something probably, like yeah. Yeah, but they have some silly nickname for him, like, you know, B Jive or whatever. And Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, B Jive. B Jive. <laughs> and so he walks in and the killer changes plants. He actually grabs um B Jive with the crocodile head <laughs> into the bathroom and and he thinks it's the friend who was, you know, in the snow. Okay. It's not B -Jive the friend. B Jive Crocodile. That's his name. B-Jive Crocodile. And he's gone. 
Second kill. All right, we're at two. And do you like how they cut to the train whistle? I do, right? when So he had his head smashed into the bathroom mirror, but, yeah. and very important, he recognized recognized the killer. He recognized the killer. So that's two people in a row who just recognized the killer. Yep. And that's, I think, what gives these Canadian slasher movies so much of their amazing death. Oh, the Oh, It's You is my favorite. It's so cool. I just, I, I love it so much. It, it seems simple, but it actually is the tone of the entire film. Yep. You know, this isn't Jason who we who we know. You know, when we go to the movie theater, we're going to see Jason or we're going to see Michael or we're going to see Freddy. Yeah. But in these, in these slashers, we don't know who it is and we have to look at clues and we have to try to guess and we're generally never right the first time. Yeah, exactly. But then the second time, I mean, the 2020 hindsight is huge. Oh my God. It's telegraphed. It really is. Um, but it's super fun, super fun to, to keep guessing. And so Jamie comes in, it cuts to the to the guys, to the frat guys, you know, still partying on the train. And Jamie's getting really upset because they're planning another prank. And she's like, excuse me, I don't want to be a part of any of this. You already right. put, you know, the guy in the hospital. And she's really just not into it. So I really, I really like how she stands up for what's right in this movie. Mm -hmm. And also, so, what the yeah. heck is that dining car? It's the most magical dining car I've ever seen on a train. <laughs> it's like a 50s diner slash Twin Peaks red room. I am gonna order a chocolate malt, so help me. <gasps> exactly. Hey, you reminded me I have some chocolate here. Of course you do. <laughs> and I have a package of something that you would not even believe. What is it? Mushroom jerky. Mushroom jerky? Why? I have mushroom jerky here. Why on earth would you do that? Well, I wanted to <laughs> it sounded so incredibly exotic. Is it good? It is delicious. Why? To be completely honest, it is like over the top delicious. I don't know about that. It's it's dried mushrooms mixed with spices and stuff and mm -hmm. with a jerky consistency. Hmm. It's crazy. And they have teriyaki. They have like red pepper hot. What? They have they have one called black pepper. They have barbecue and it's and it's just mushroom. Hmm. It's so cool. So so like you know how I, I I've never really been a snacker, but yeah. ever since I discovered mushroom jerky. I'm a snacker. I'm only a snacker. I know. You're, <laughs> you're the ultimate. You're you're the <laughs> ultimate snacker of anybody I know. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, seriously Whoa. though, this dining car. Okay, but did you see the costume just now? Because I couldn't tell what he was trying to be. Which one? It it looked like half Abraham Lincoln. And half Planet of the Apes. Huh? <laughs> Who? Okay. There was a guy at the door. Okay, we okay, need to look for this. Copperfield. They're back in the dining car, which, by the way, has a whole bar set up in the middle of it. 
it, it's just and there's this creepy green light on top there's purple light there's red light i mean it's really interesting in this train and david copperfield is entertaining the kids with a magic trick and he puts a cigarette through a quarter it looks really cool i will say i love <laughs> yeah i think I mean, that's so fun doing, he's doing his real routine right here um do you want to talk about his uh, collar there i was just gonna say <laughs> we've got a classic paper airplane collar here you could take this guy and throw him across the room and he would just glide it's <laughs> it's very true so copperfield has a very intense collar happening right okay, now. Okay, it, it has all of the elements of a good slasher collar. Okay, it's got wingspan. Oh my god! It's got buoyancy, and it's got <laughs> volume, it, and and it's got body. Like it, it just has everything that a collar can be. So the top button is unbuttoned. Nice. Yep. Which yep. which makes it like three feet on each side it really it really <laughs> is though it's to his shoulders so fair warning I'm, I'm going to insist on a top 10 collar i know you are and you know that my number one is happy birthday me. to me yep the therapist and happy birthday to me that's my number Please. one that is the gold standard of paper airplane collars better be okay Oh, there's there's pain. That's why I love life because I say things like that. <laughs> now here we go. We're back in the dining car, and there's there's pants, man. We call her pants. It, it, this is why you guys really need to be watching this because you gotta have the visual of of this chick right here. We call her pants. Her purple costume is a pair of pants, and. They're just worn ridiculously high, and it creates this visual <laughs> that you just have to laugh at. And I, I cannot stop. Okay, laughing. I'll post a picture of pants because I think good lord, <laughs> it's like the only thing I know that you get from the movie is pants. I know. Remember last time? Remember on our on our first watching? Oh, I almost oh had God. a seizure because I was laughing so hard. Oh my god, it was so funny. Like, I almost can't take it. There's something about the way she's doing that. We gotta post a picture. Okay, I'll post a picture. And that way people can see I'm not exaggerating at all. Like, the pants are extreme. <laughs> but they're gonna be like, what's happening in the movie? Because you just keep talking about pants. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What if, what if her mom was the same way, but her name was Trousers? You know what? That's absurd. <laughs> okay, so here's what's happening. <laughs> In the dining car, is his name Nick? Or do I only think it's Nick because he looks exactly like... Yes, you the... think it's Nick. Because it, he looks like the Nick that we know. Is it Nick? No, no, but from, um, from prom night, he has the same exact blonde little fro that like the br Alex and Nick had. So, funny thing... I thought it was the first time, but it's not. I wanted it to be. Okay, so and last. You're right. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same. same. They're twins. So, uh, in prom night, the t <laughs> Jamie Lee's boyfriend and brother had the same blonde little fro, and so her boyfriend in this has the same little fro. <laughs> so, anywho, I thought his name was Nick wrong movie so they're having a fight because she's just really against 
the prank that is forming. She doesn't know yeah. really what it is. But the colors, we gotta talk about the colors in this movie because we go from these deep, like navy blues where all the bathrooms are to the other hall that's just completely red. It's like saturated red to green lit 50s diner to like a weird purple haze coming out of the exit. I don't even know. Um, what just happened? The colors in this movie are spectacular. And the, the calculated use of color as a visual device in contrast to the, the, the darkness of the train. Yes, that's what is it is. A, a very winning combination. So, so the lighting is dark, but the colors are psychedelic. Yes. So it's it's very eerie, and there's there's this kind of haze over it. But what just happened with David Copperfield? So here's David Copperfield. He's doing his routine again, and he's doing half magic routine and half disco. Yeah, it's um he emerged. <laughs> but he's also kind of at a rave right now. <laughs> yeah, what is happening? So he's just having a ball up on this little stage, I think at the end of the dining hall or something where all the kids are and uh, yeah he, he emerged to, to some disco music and uh not sure what's up oh okay so now his assistant comes out for a trick and she i think she's doing the trick where they i don't know either cut the body in half or do something with her oh yes the classic thing so all right. Here we go. Now, I would be at this magic show. I know you'd be there, too. I'd be here. It's really... Yeah, this is the place to be. So, it's... um, All of a sudden, it's like a love story up there. <laughs> so, Copperfield and his assistant, um, she's in, like, a ball gown or something, and they're doing a little dance together before the magic trick. Oh, okay, it's this. So, mm -hmm. she he's making her float. Uh, from the table. Okay, so they did a perfectly synchronized dance. Yes, they did. That was incredible. So now she's floating. Oh, so, and then it's I like, mean, back to the movie! <laughs> we're just back to the movie. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. There is no other genre that somehow sneaks in all of these <laughs> different elements I to the know. film. What so, is happening? Like, these aren't even just movies. Like, these are full-blown experiences oh yeah that's because... why people should watch along with us especially people who who may have the wrong idea about what a slasher is you know these are not gore films they're oh. not meant to freak you out they're they're meant to be a lot of fun and they're fun for so many reasons and in so many ways well and engaging and there's a there's some emotion here especially at the end um but i gotta hand it to canada i mean they they have you know, a real gift for the story. Oh, um, they got it down. They got it down completely. And you know what? Because they tug on our heartstrings. Yeah, they do. They know how to. So far, they've done it every time. Um. Oh, and so yeah. So so what happened at the beginning was the what do you call it? The um, the pre not the prologue, but the, 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 past, the event. past event. That's yes. what it is. The ubiquitous past event. And so then three years later, here we are on the train. So they followed that, which I like. 
Um, and so now, yeah, we're just, we went from the crazy green dining room yeah. back to this um, disco stage with, I mean, full on like tinsel, <laughs> like diamond disco ball. And he's, he's putting the hoop around his assistant and then she disappears. So all of a sudden it's like, okay, I guess now let's go back to being on a train. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone just gets up and leaves. What is happening right now? So what, what I'm sort of really enjoying here is the perfect balance of extravagant randomness mixed with adherence to the formula. Because right now we're still in the formula. This is, this is, this is perfect. Except there's hmm. one interesting thing going yep. on here. Yep. Um, there's actually a couple of interesting. This movie has layers. Yes, it does. First of all, it's been quite a while since the last kill. Oh yeah, we're we're in a party, and we're sort of dwelling on the party. Yeah, it so really this, hypes this movie it up. Will pull you in. Like this is not this is not a body count. Oh, no, no. Stretch of the imagination. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so Alpha Boy hitting on all the girls. Pants, by the way, is getting a little too close to Jamie Lee's boyfriend. She sure is. Uh, she's way too close. Oh, so. she, she has a bow tie on, too? <laughs> oh, she does have a bow tie on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, who, uh, Unibrow from Prom Night, had a bow tie just like that? Around oh, his oh neck. Oh my god. <laughs> she stole Unibrow's bow tie. And they would hey, be a perfect couple. I was just gonna say that. What about mm -hmm. Unibrow and Pam? <gasps> Should we do top ten couples like top ten hypothetical Hypothetical couples. couples. Perfect. Okay, so I, I could name so many. Uh, so could I. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited about that one. Um so Jamie Lee. Oh, so this is interesting. Uh, one of the friends, one of the girls, says, hey, where's my boyfriend? He was in the Groucho Marx costume. And the conductor Ooh. says, well, you wouldn't know. Maybe maybe he um, exchanged or changed costumes with somebody and you wouldn't really know it. So that is a pretty cool line considering what we know. So... That conductor actually has little tidbits of wisdom here. And there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so first of all, party train on the train, Alpha Boy, Jamie Lee's boyfriend, two girls who are just kind of floating around with everybody. By the way, Pants needs to back off. <laughs> I'm getting a little annoyed. <laughs> 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 I love it when you do that. That's great. Oh no. See, that's exactly that's the exact place that I want you to be with these movies. <laughs> because this this it, 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 it binds you to the film when you get like this and you get really into it. That's Cause, great. Well, cause I I'm diehard Jamie Lee. That's yeah. her boyfriend. So mm -hmm. uh Pants needs to See, sometimes you get like this and sometimes I, I get like this. I know. So it's really fascinating. And oh God! It's always a pretty good sign because it means that the story has successfully drawn us in. 
Oh, I think so. No, no, look at this. Um, <gasps> we, we discovered a bee-jive crocodile. He's dead in the bathroom. Oh, right. Oh, God, the conductor. The conductor uses his master key to the bathroom and finds bee-jive crocodile dead with a bottle of whiskey or something put in the mask. And he sees the blood all over the bathroom. And I can't Now, do you remember, remember the problem I had with this? With that part? Yeah. That it's the conductor? I had an enormous issue with this because he just found a dead body. Yeah. And he doesn't do anything or say anything. Well, I can't remember. He's He says... Okay, well, keep watching because I think I remember what happened. Yeah, it's actually going to get resolved in a really funny way. That's right. Um, okay, so By now... The way, I have Swedish subtitles on. What? Why? Just to throw that out there. What is happening? Well, I'm learning a little Swedish. Well, that's amazing. It's perfect. Oh, my God. Um, By the way, they're back in the dance hall or whatever where the magic was performed. There's a dance because we always got to have our dance, our disco dance. Always. Um, You want to talk about Uncle Sam, by the way? Yeah, okay, so... Jamie Lee's dancing with Uncle Sam. But the band, because now there's a live band playing, and that is some awesome, like, almost new wave vibes going on. Yeah. So so we've got great music. We've got uh, uh, we've got a guy who's dressed as Uncle Sam, and he, he hasn't done it yet, but he's nope. going to go on a few tirades. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he's certainly going to adhere to his his costume yes he a is. little too much and so but here we are we're in the conductor's quarters and we like to point out all of the little details in in films we think that's a good practice so we, we see a couple of budweiser's here yeah um we we generally only see american beverages on display in these movies even when they're filmed in another country. Oh yeah, that's right. So it's it's always it's Bud, Coors, Miller, you know. Oh so, my god. Uh, Jack Daniels. Hey. American stuff. Jackie D. Yeah, you like that. You like the honey Jack Daniels. Yep. I was skeptical about it until that night. <gasps> <laughs> Did you I try it? Fever. Yeah, you, what? you you made me try it. No. <laughs> Wait, but you liked it? Mm-hmm. <gasps> See? Yep. <laughs> it was it was quite tasty. I love it. Quite tasty. Uh, you know what it's actually really good in, which I didn't know until Ryan made it, with coconut milk and pineapple juice. Ooh. Like in, in anything in, yeah. that has that, I'm just... Sign me up. Like, instead of a rum pina colada, it, you use the honey Jack Daniels, and it's so good. Wow. Okay. All right, well, that's pretty, that's mouthwatering. So, we'll post that. It's a, it's a slashers and suits recipe. <laughs> that sounds so good right now. Uh, the conductor is really affected, though, by what he saw. He walks back into 
the diner, which, come on with this diner. Black and white checkerboard floor. Red, uh, I don't even know what those are. Panels all over. Green light on top. It is so cool in there. This is a great place to be. What costume would you be wearing if you were on this train? Pee-wee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if he, wait, was he known yet though? Maybe not. No, but that's okay. You could be a time traveler. <laughs> and I would be Charlie Chaplin. Oh, of course. That's awesome. I would love being Charlie Chaplin. That'd be so cool. Okay, and see. If, if anybody asked me why I didn't say anything, I would just say I'm the strong, silent type. There you go. You just walk away. Look what happened. See, he does try. Okay. The, con the conductor is like, hey, look he at the bathroom. There's a dead guy in there, but it's it's all clean now. And the, there's some other guy. A, he took a break, though. Like, he had this interesting moment of, of, of moral debate within himself. He sat down on a bench and reflected, and, and he's like, should I say anything? I... <gasps> I suppose I was a little taken aback yeah. by his indifference. But to me, I guess that just adds layers to his character. I guess I, he's just that deep. Maybe, yeah, maybe he was really scared. Um, so we know that... They pulled he, the old one too on us just now. They did. Beehive Crocodile is, is gone, but there's somebody instead in his suit. And the bathroom's all clean, so... One of the girls who like fools around with him, I think, is taking him back to her little bunk in the train. Okay, but by the way, it's B Jack. We were not far off. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, so yeah, they they switched it up on us as usual. So they presented us with a situation where we said, "Hey, you can't do that. That breaks the rules, mm -hmm. right?" But then they actually did not break the rules, right? That was great, great stuff. So, so we're we're now led to believe that the conductor was hallucinating, and didn't really see the dead body. Yeah, that that was perfect because that answered all of my question and sort of responded to to my issue with the movie. So all's well here in uh, genre convention land. This is I great. think so, and interracial relationships all over the place because it's Canada. Yes. So, appreciated. Appreciated. Much appreciated. Uh, except B-Jive, D-Jack <laughs> is obviously not who's in the costume and now this girl is probably in for a rude awakening. Remember, remember uh, Ravishing Rick Rude? Yes. Honestly. The Rude Awakening was his special move. Nice. <laughs> oh my god. I have I have to send you another reface. Oh no! <laughs> oh. <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know, I like to post refaces, which is an app that takes my face and just like puts it on everybody else random from TV and movies. Yeah, and for everybody who doesn't know, she sends these to me at 3 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. And 
I will roll over and check my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and there you are on Pee Wee Herman or somebody. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. And the funniest part is I'm used to it now. Oh, I, I bet. So I just smile and then go back to sleep. That's so. That's what my friends do. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's so much fun. Okay, I think we have our another kill. We have whoever was inside of the B Jive D Jack crocodile suit used oh, his man. <laughs> used the his B Jive D Jack crocodile suit. <laughs> wow, that is so, the entity, right? <laughs> the B Jive D Jack crocodile suit. That's what he. Dang. Oh my the god. DJ. DJ. Oh. Yes. See the crocodile. God, they have David. Okay, so. So she finds out that it's, you know, not him. But then it cuts away back to Uncle Sam. And he's kind of running his mouth about international relations in a, in a good God kind of. Oh dear. Southern way, shall we say? Right. We've got some good old boy rhetoric. Happening. Yeah, we do. And an impromptu uh, sort of gospel sermon. Yes, seriously. Uh, he all, all, So w when we started, he was just a guy in a costume, and now he's essentially running for office. Oh, yeah. In, you know, like... In Alabama. In Alabama in 1910. Mm-hmm. My goodness. But, see, okay. But here's the thing. David Copperfield totally has a crush on Jamie Lee. Yes, and he he's, does. like, beckoning her. And he's doing magic tricks. And he gave her a flower. But he's also a creeper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there, well, there's definitely something awry. Uh-huh. With, so, uh, with David Copperfield, for sure. So, so maybe that's worth noting, perhaps. Maybe. Um, I, I think it's always good to take note of people who are sort of acting off. Yeah. Uh, he's been just really hardcore staring at her from behind curtains and just following her. So, hmm. But here's, here's the funny thing, though. As we've seen so many of these movies now, mm -hmm. it's like we, we, we never know if what we're seeing is suspicious or if what we're seeing is a red herring. Exactly. Right? Like we always, we've been thrown off a few times here. Did he, what, did he just smell her shoe? Okay, first he of drank, all. He drank champagne. Out okay, of so we've got Pants and Jamie Lee's boyfriend in a train, um, little bed, you know, room. And he drank champagne out of her shoe, which is really gross. And now, okay, Pants, now she's no Pants. Oh dear. Now she's no pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the quote. Oh, it hurts. I can't take it. <laughs> now she's no pants. Well, she's. Gosh. Do you, do you see why? Do you see why people need to watch along? It's with so us? funny. There's so much going on here. Can why you imagine she? the '50s wholesome family gathered around their radio right now, listening to us? Oh, it's very wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no pens. 
Wait, wait, wait. So look, now what? Now, now Uncle Sam guy <gasps> is is somehow back to just being a normal college student. Yeah, it it was very strange for a second there. Okay, first of all, now David Copperfield. We switched back to a magic trick. I love this so much. One of those like pick a card, I'll get your card type of things. And oh, Alpha Boy in his little Friar Tuck costume. Mm-hmm is not having it with the magic because he has to take a back seat to Copperfield, right. I think. So right. he's having some problems. Now this is gonna be a sub dynamic as well. So we've got Alpha versus David Copperfield. Yeah. Back, back to the conductor. So there's one of the four conductors who seems somewhat soulful almost oh yeah he's he right? has like you know he's he knows something's going on that, that he wasn't just having some delusional issue and now he finds the girl from b drive d jack would you say that he's he's kind of grandfatherly oh absolutely i think he, i think of him because i know that he has a like a stern demeanor but oh. he's he's also shown us that he has a really big heart and he's actually a pretty nice guy oh he's so freaked out and and does not know what to do and he's he's horrified clearly yeah and like the first time we watched this you know i had the biggest problem with him because i just didn't i know understand. you did i didn't understand like why why isn't he reporting the body but then now i fully understand that there's it's not just David Copperfield on this train. This whole thing no. is magic. There's like a lot of mind games going yeah. on, right? Yeah. So, so a lot of these bodies turn out to be pranks. And yep. and how about this? Let me introduce to you this. Remember, there's medical students and there's cadavers on this right. train. Right. There's cadavers on this train. That is incredibly strange. So nobody ever knows what is an actual body part and, and what is a joke. Right, exactly. That was that was brilliant of them to introduce the med school element so that they could play with us in that way. Yes. And here's here's Jamie Lee once again. Ooh. AKA my wife. Yes, exactly. And so <laughs> now we kind of have a little bit of a, a turn or a shift because Jamie Lee is now with the conductor. The conductor knows you know, that things are going wrong. And so now I think Jamie Lee's about to get in her final girl mode. Mm-hmm. What's her boyfriend's name? Mo? Uh, oh. Mo! Oh, Jamie Lee's boyfriend is Mo. Yes, Doc is... Uh, the, the, al the alpha. Yeah. So Mo, I used to like Mo. Not so with song. Yeah, not with no pants. Right. So. <laughs> what? It's uh... like, it's really bothering me. Okay, but the conductor takes Jamie Lee in the back or possibly the front, <laughs> wherever the train is working, and, uh, tells her what's going on that that her friend is dead and yeah i think this is going to be start the sequence um the sequence, you 
Okay, yeah, the sequence. The sequence. The sequence. This is a really important thing. So, so, so when we when we say the sequence, what we mean is there's always a point in these films where the entire vibe changes from everyone having fun yep. to oh shit. Yep. And so we're at the oh shit moment, which always initiates the sequence. And now, uh, the final girl grows like twenty feet oh, tall. Right? Yep. And it's so Jamie Lee. It's Jamie Lee. So final girl is going to be active right now. The sequence is on. There's a killer oh, it's on. Loose. Everybody knows it. And and now we're going to see how this plays out. But I want to point out there are a lot of people alive still. Yes, sir. But Jamie Lee, that was her best friend. So now she's she's in her um the vulnerable mental psychological state that is kind of key for the beginning of the sequence, I would say. Right, right. Um, like leading up to some kind of showdown. Okay. Now, it cuts from that back to the magic show. And this, um, I think, a Cleopatra... Yeah, mer- Cleopatra. Mermaid? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's blue. Anyway, it becomes um, Copperfield's assistant. And she used to be um, B-Jive D-Jack's girlfriend. But she doesn't really seem to be caring about that because now she's, like, with Alpha. Well, we have a lot of this... Uh, in 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 all of these movies, um, everybody kind of gets with everybody else. Yeah. Uh, and Alpha is being really rude, by the way, during the magic show, pretending to snore and be really bored. Yeah. And Mo is doing that too. And I thought Mo was better than that, but he's not. He, you know, you know, he's, he's not. He, he's not because he wants to be like uh, Doc. He wants to yes. be like Doc. He wants to be like him so much that that he will prioritize that over what he feels deep down in his heart. <laughs> Ooh, I love this. The conductor starts, we think he's starting to figure something out. He starts explaining to Jamie Lee, like, oh, I saw her last with a guy and she was falling down drunk. And so I think he's putting together, okay, whoever was in that costume might be the killer. So then we flash back to the magic show and his assistant comes out in this, like, beautiful red sparkling gown right now so copperfield disappears and the assistant comes out in in his place oh my god and wait is this, is this guy dead <gasps> mo oh my god it's real is, is mo dead <gasps> okay that was crazy so, so was this an off-screen kill i guess so oh my god perfect do you know why wait an osk with mo yes Okay, so here's what happened. Remember, the prank was for Mo and, and Alpha to pretend that they were right. snoring. So uh-huh. whoever it was killed him. And then it like they didn't realize that he was actually dead and that he was just being in the prank. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so now, now we're really in the sequence. We are really so in the sequence. In the sequence. So he is... Multiple, oh. people, multiple people are aware that there's a killer, but yep. Terror Train in all of its brilliance I- i'm telling you 
the magic and trickery never stop because everybody is partying and they're so out of it that yeah. they think that this is a joke. I know. They think it's just another prank. So when people are discovering dead bodies, they're screaming and stuff. Everyone's just laughing. Oh my and goodness. That's good. It's a good device that they use because it prolongs the film. It allows it to keep going without being unrealistic. Well, yeah, at the very beginning with the guy dressed as Groucho, when he had the sword in his stomach, they thought it was a prank because he had done something just like that before. So now Mo, uh, Jamie Lee is just over him and she's really, you know, devastated. And, oh my goodness, Doc kind of came through at that moment just as far as, like, a friend goes, in my opinion, because right here, their friendship really shows through. He's doing a really good yeah. job. You know, that, that part's just so sad. They're just kind of both cradling him, Doc and Jamie Lee. Oh no! And now you he know, discovers the friend is dead. What is is that even assholes have a heart sometimes? Well, yeah, and he you he know does what I mean? a yeah, of course he does a like, good screen king. Wow, you, you, and and you don't expect stuff like this because <laughs> we we see guys like this and we're just like, oh, this is garbage. But then a, a, a human moment happens. Right? Yeah. Where it's not about social status. <gasps> All of that goes out of the window. And he and he just cried. Yeah. He lost his so best friend. I, I'm glad that he has actual layers. Because even though he is, without question, the shithead of this film. Oh, absolutely. He is not soulless like other examples in the genre that we could look at. No. He had, a, so, he had love for his best friend. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cut I like from that. the I like it too, but cut from that extremely emotional, like tender, sad moment to the dance hall and the band is playing again and they're playing some slow kind of beatnik esque. That's pretty groovy. That's pretty <laughs> yeah, groovy. like like groovin song. And the band, if you've seen the Muppets, okay, the band from the Muppets. Like the bassist with that long straight hair, it looks they look exactly like the Muppets band come to life. <laughs> they do look like the Muppets. Yeah. Like come to life. That is insane. The bassist? Excuse me. Okay, now I remember. So the first time that we that we watched this uh recently, you sent me a picture of the <laughs> I did! Because it's so true. Yeah, it is true. I can't even deny it. I mean, this is ridiculous. These guys are the Muppets. Oh my goodness. And that song though, that song kind of got me. That song was groovy. I it really, it's I really good. You know, like I, I, I almost just recited poetry. <laughs> exactly. So. Oh, and so the conductor, now he's freaking out. He stops the train and it, it shifts everyone forward, like falling down. And he just, everything is spilling and falling, and he's trying to get everybody out of the train as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And it's snowing like it was the three years ago. Oh, yes. Uh-oh, now he's giving the speech to the staff. Don't try to be heroes. 
you know, like spread out. Let's look for, let's look for this guy. Okay, so evacuation of, of the train. We're, we're definitely pretty far into the sequence now. Mm -hmm. um, and look at this scene right here. Do you see how dark it is? It's so dark. But look movie, at that light. Do you think that this is the darkest of all the slashers? Not in terms of underlying themes, but in terms of actual visceral lighting? Yeah, I do. And, but that's why I love the contrast. Because from the door, like down this really dark hall, it's this beautiful blue mist. I don't even know what's happening. Ah, the blue mist. <laughs> ah. The blue mist. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, okay, and now look. <gasps> magenta. Look at the magenta. 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 Now we've got magenta. Like magenta. down. Yes. Magenta mist down a dark hall. What is happening? Mag okay, that's the name of the cologne that I'm going to invent. Nice. Magenta mist down a dark hole. Perfect. Wait, they just found another body. Was that pants? I think so. <gasps> oh my goodness. Oh. This is really important. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Lee is talking to Doc. And Doc was like, why? How come my best friends are dying? And she's like, hello. You know, what do we all have in common? You hurt this guy. You hurt this nerd a few years ago terribly, and he ended up in the hospital. Yeah, so now did Doc not know that? Is I, he learning this right now? I think so. Oh, man. <gasps> so, and, ooh, yeah, what's happening? She's rocking this world. She's rocking this whole world right now. Yeah, she's telling him, like, hey, you didn't know, but, you know, it turns out he had some problems before you pranked him. He mm -hmm. maybe killed somebody before. And then he ended up in the hospital. And, you know, be careful. So so did you see that little blue mist just now? Yes. Again, so this is crazy. So we have the blue mist, the magenta mist. The use of colors here. Oh, it's insane. Spectacular. It really is, especially in the dining car with the green lighting on okay. the ceiling yes I, I that's what got me when we first you know our first viewing of this i was like man like they they make up for the claustrophobic spacing with the psychedelic imagery oh, i think so so much so much and i love it i love it i say our first viewing obviously we've been watching this for 25 years but you know our, yeah our first our first official slashers and suits viewing. Right. We saw this, and and I was like, uh, "What in the hell is going on here?" It had been a couple of years. Yes. And 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 as we mentioned at the at the start of the show, I thought that I hated this movie. Yeah, you <laughs> did. I, that I, was I, so silly. I I managed to convince myself. Of what it. even? I was like, what? What's going on? You know. I know. But this movie is incredible. Okay. So this dynamic alone right here of I know. Doc and Jamie. Like, she's so what? fierce. She oh she's got her full on like confidence going right now. Okay, check right. it out. So Doc, they first they have to get everybody back on the train because there are no roads around. They're they're not in a town or anything. They stopped 
to try to look for the killer, but they couldn't find him. So they put all of the kids back in, everybody's in one car, and Doc, Doc throws Jamie Lee into one of the rooms and kicks off the lock. So now yeah. they're stuck in this room. There's no way, there's no way out. Like he actually traps them in this room. And then he oh, says, so he's, oh, he's being a dumbass. Oh, jeez, Louise. Wow. Ugh. Okay, okay, so she... Okay, so even though I just gave him some props 15 minutes ago, he's still Doc. Yeah, look at this! Look, what the hell's happening? Wow. Look, what the hell? Okay, nope. No more Doc for me. He... I know, he's a fool. He's a fool. I take it all back. Because look I what he did to Jamie Lee. So... I, I thought... I thought... <sighs> Okay, look, I got fooled. I got fooled. He showed a little bit of humanity, right, when he was crying and stuff. And then yeah. I, and then it looked like he and Jamie were going to be, like, co-pilots of yep. the sequence. But it turns out that he's just a kind of a piece of shit. And he oh, abandoned. What's amazing is that, so he, he locks her out of the room. Like, she she's pushing him and he's like every man for himself so he pushes her out of the other door and then locks himself in so she can't she can't get in and she runs away but now doc sees that there's another door to a closet and he's like oh no maybe i just locked myself in the room with the killer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh dear so he's opening, okay, so there's like the bathroom door, the closet door. There might be one more, I'm not uh, sure. This isn't the happen where we go back and forth like this about a character, I must say. This I know. Now, now we know what's going to happen right now. Last door. The suspense too, by the way, I got to give him some big credit on the suspense. Yeah, it's great. He's very slowly opening each door, looking in each, um, like, you know, every place, nook and cranny. Uh-oh. <gasps> Jesus! Oh my god, he went nuts. He broke, a like, a chair or something and just started using it as a weapon and just, like, poking everything in the room. He's just poking everything with his chair. <laughs> he is, though. And now he's laughing. <laughs> um, uh-oh, Doc. Uh-oh, oh, no, okay. He's looking and he sees there was one more place he didn't look. Underneath the couch. Do you feel like his real name could be Todd? Yes, it absolutely is. I feel like he's Todd. Look, okay, he has he's armed with his chair and he's about to he's about to do battle with whatever he thinks is underneath the the couch bed. Oh, but it comes from uh -oh. behind. It comes from behind. Uh -oh. oh, 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 oh. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Did you see the close up on that hand, by the I way? I did. Um yep. the hand that grabbed Doc had painted nails. Painted nails. Hmm. Look at this. Another one. Another, <gasps> Another one. hand with a ring. And he says, Mitchie. He thinks it's his girlfriend, the one who already died. But I don't know. 
Oh my god, he thinks it's a practical joke. And he's gone. There goes Doc. Whoops. There goes Doc. Was not a joke, Doc. And see, the problem is we don't Ooh. sympathize now because nope. he just completely turned his back on Jamie Lee. Man, we're into this. It's okay, crazy. but the hand had painted nails and rings. Hello, what is happening? Yeah, like what's going on here? What is going on? And, oh. and look, look at this huge list of people who are still alive, by the way, the biggest one ever. Yes. Like there's so many of the original crew alive. Okay, so now... So now what's going on? Okay, so we're with Copperfield again. And Doc's idea was that, hmm, who's a master of disguise but a magician? So maybe it's a creeper. Anywho, so it's it's the magician and uh, his assistant. And mm -hmm. they're just... Chilling. Yeah, just hanging out. She just came out of like the shower or something, and he's <laughs> looking super creepy and weird, putting knives into a box. <laughs> but see, he is the perfect red herring. He's the yeah. perfect one. They, I love how they do this. They go so far over the top with the they red do. herring. They, they do. go so over the top, man. And and I don't think it's ever actually or is been. It? one of them in in any movie we've seen at least so far it's never actually nah, turned no out way. to be one of them but it'd be funny if one of them did i wish that one of these slashers would have had the werewithers to actually yeah. make it the red herring at the end that'd be amazing like it's actually like he's actually the killer <laughs> i love it so much okay so now jamie lee and doc uh Oh, they find the ruined room where Doc was, and it's all crashed apart and balloons. Balloons. <laughs> why, exactly. are there, why are there balloons? <laughs> okay, well, first of all. <laughs> they're having, they've had quite the evening. They've had quite the evening. I think it was pants, but anyway. Oh, definitely. She's responsible for the balloons. <laughs> and, I mean, this is just a ridiculous crime scene for for just Doc. And I but... still have the sweet subtitles. That's awesome, though. Yeah. Like, what happened in this room? It, it looks like... Oh, my goodness looks crazy in here the mirrors are smashed in the yeah. pillows are all apart and the feathers and we really love the conductor at this point well he's trying at least I mean my god he, he really is he's trying <gasps> pretty hard uh oh um that was Doc who just fell oh, out of Doc? the cabinet. Yeah, I think it's Friar Tuck. Oh, that's right. The unmistakable robe. Uh-oh, but he has no head. Oh, does he not have a head? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it's right there. Oh, oh God. Okay, so oh, that, was, that was crazy. 
<laughs> he, he like fell down off the top of the the room or the bed, and then all of a sudden his head came down too. Uh oh. Oh, that's actually that was actually a good one. That got me a little bit. That was crazy. But see, this part of the sequence is where we get really trippy. Right oh, I love now. We're this. about to get really trippy. Okay, so they go into the disco room, the conductor, and he's like, everybody needs to get out. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. And he runs into um, the magician's assistant. Yes, and, who, and... who is kind of uh, in an interesting vibe right now, would you say? Yeah, she's like in her bathrobe and stuff, and he's like, get out of here. Like, people are dying. Oh, my goodness. And so he um, has to, like, kind of push her out and he's like where's the magician so they i think they assume it's the magician at this point because um they well yeah they lock the doors they lock the magician inside the room so that he can't get out Mm -hmm. Uh uh-oh we have a conductor alone i don't think that's a good sign Oh, that's sad, too. This is the best conductor. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and Aww. he's helping Jamie Lee. He's doing the grandpa thing. Oh, he is. He he escorts her to a room that's safe. He, you know, she has an axe. He gets a, a blanket and pillow out for her. Aw. And yeah, he's like, oh. Really dude. Aw. Oh, and I love this guy. He says, "I'm gonna guard the door." Yeah. Aww. So, is that daylight coming in those windows? No, I don't that? think so. I, it's still nighttime. Look at the window. It's the it's okay. the trippy so where, thing where they do that? with lights. Yeah, yeah. It's they. So I don't know. This whole know. train is this entire train is like a discotheque. It this, is. This whole train. Yeah, the lights are against the wall. They're so bright, it's crazy. And I think I think they're movie lights that they had to put in the train because it's so dark, but it like the effect is that it comes across as just some crazy trippy contrast. The lighting is a a 10. Oh, it is. I agree for sure. Um and then yeah, so they. Oh, oh, not okay. What did she grab, Heisu? Dang, I missed it. I missed it. Um, she grabbed a hanger from the closet. Oh my god, a hanger. A Ooh. hanger. So, all right, we're doing a throwback to Halloween. Yes, we are. Her, her, her classic weapon. Her classic weapon of choice. That was pretty cool. So they close up on the hanger. She grabs it and then goes back down to sit by the window. I swear, they're like, I will never stop noticing things for the first time in these movies. I know. I love like it. They, they keep somehow having something to offer after all these years. I oh, I love it. It's brilliant. It's That's so good. And then this guy. Okay, so we're back on the party train. Well, you know, everybody just hunched together, hiding, basically. Right. And some dude walks up, who I swear I thought was Paul McCartney for a second. Oh. And all of a sudden, the conductor <laughs> hands him an axe. It's the eyebrows. 
Ah, yes, the eyebrows. Oh, oh, magenta mist. Magenta mist. Uh oh. Dark hole. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, that's sad. Boo! Our favorite yeah. conductor who was the guarding. Best being in this whole movie. Oh, he was guarding Jamie Lee. He's a goner. Happened off screen. Okay. Oh. oh. So the OSK. Now, what does that bring our count up to? I, I don't think that we've been. Oh. Right. The off-screen kill. Oh. Okay, hold on. Apologize. I got it. Ed. We don't. Uh, B Drive D Jack, Mitchie, Doc, Mo, Conductor Dude. That's six. Six. So we're at six. If those are the only ones, yes, we're at six. Oh, and Pants. The, That's seven. The, the original. OSK from the very beginning? Did you yeah. catch that one? Which is, yeah, okay. that's Ed. So Ed. Okay. Yeah. okay. So we're at seven. The Groucho Marks mask guy who Wait, do you see that cat? Do you see the cat? What is happening? Okay, so the conductors are, are looking for the magician who they suspect. And there's like in his dressing room this really weird like 3D cat. <laughs> There's a 3D cat. I don't know what is happening with it. Oh, and we have another puffy shirt. Magician shirt. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. 3D cat. And the box of swords. This is where things get incredibly exciting. Oh my goodness. All right. And Jamie Lee's alone. Now she's... Oh, dear. And we see an axe. And hey, an... Oh, new mask! Oh my god, it's like an old man mask with white hair, like white curly hair all around it. Oh god, that's creepy as heck. Ah! Oh, look at her! She fooled him. She fooled him, though. Okay, so he went to axe Jamie Lee in, in the corner under the blanket, but it was just a pillow and a doll. And she comes out with a sword out of the closet trying to attack the killer. Mm -hmm. And now... Ooh, now we're in like red mist. <gasps> Whoa. Okay, she just let out a scream that let the whole world know why she's the scream queen. That was good. That was a really good scream. And then we got some colors. We got the red, but now she's in a kind of like a, a totally different <gasps> area of the train. Yeah. I don't know that we've seen this part. She's. I don't know where she's go Oh, we're we're in the Budweiser room. Yes, the Budweiser room. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so now our killer's wearing a a totally different costume. What the heck? It's like a druid's cape. It's yeah, he's a druid. With an old man mask. And his arms are covered in blood because Jamie, I think, got him a little bit. All right, this is the final girl showdown. By the power of the collared shirt. She's gonna win, she's gotta win. Oh, oh, they just, oh wait, but. Look at all that blood the... on the ground. Oh, but the, wait, but the, oh. I forgot about the 
painted nails part. That's right. Oh my god, the killer just so after ripping the her earring out of her ear. Oh my god. They're they're in like a full on wrestling match fight and Jamie picks up the fire extinguisher and hey, unleashes she it. She got him with the extinguisher. That was awesome. And now her collared shirt is like perfectly, you know, it's the white covered in blood, very symbolic, like absolute slasher, um, final girl right here on the run. Oh my goodness. But she has some spunk. She is fighting. And oh, now I don't understand why there's a cage on the train. <laughs> right. So I was actually going to ask you, so... So all of a sudden, we're on the same page. <laughs> so she backs into a cage away from the right. killer. Like the jail on the train. Yeah, I guess it's train jail. It's train jail. Oh my god! You know where that is? That's the office from the very, very beginning, where the conductor and the oh. the secretary woman were dancing. The dance. So it's the little office room. Wait, but what happened to her? Where I don't she... know. Huh. <gasps> oh my god. Maybe Yeah, probably. Oh my god. Which is so, definitely for the best. Ooh, yeah, of course. Oh my god. So the killer now has, um, the old druid has a, a <laughs> pole of some kind. They're, like, bashing the lights out so now it's dark and doing some kind of rattling on the cage. Still don't know why it's a cage. <laughs> Jamie Lee oh Jamie Lee found a huge like pin oh and Dang, she oh she uses it and she stabs him in the ear she got him but uh uh druid old man face gets up and runs now look at all this red look at all this red everywhere I love it this battle and so no he ran yeah totally caught up with her and now they're like out on um one of the the outside little viewing porches or whatever those are called and uh oh <gasps> she tries to kick him off grabs her shirt okay but look he falls. Boom. Oh my god. Oh, poor Jamie. So she's coming in. The conductor finds her just covered in blood. Oh, and she's like, he killed Mo. She had to do it because her boyfriend. Mm. Even though he was with pants. Dang. That was a really good showdown just now. That was like a 20 minute long fight. That was really good. Okay, so now- By the way, the order of operations is like Halloween came out first. Yeah. And then this came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love so it. I, I find it interesting that prom night was after this. Was it? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know what I love though? When the lights go crazy for just 
all of a sudden, you know, when it's the showdown moment, all the lights are flickering. The disco ball appears out of nowhere. Like, it gets oh, yeah. We're, nutty. We're still a party. And, oh, hey, we, Cleopatra. We, yeah, we still have Cleopatra Mermaid alive. And Jamie Lee. Oh, Jamie Lee falling asleep, finally. Really her friends is comforting her see oh i'm scared wow. though yeah i know something's still wrong because the friend leaves and now jamie's alone oh okay the killer's still alive too i think yeah one of my absolute favorite moments right here jamie Ooh, lee's sleeping underneath the window to our Twilight Zone reference, anybody? Yeah. Nightmare at 30,000 feet or whatever it's called. That's the, the one. Side of the window. Yes. With Shatner on the airplane. Yes. yes. And so I think that that influenced it. Oh, Definitely. totally. It's like that exact kind of creeper on the window. Hey, hey, her friend's still alive. So. Oh, okay, so the killer was just in her window, by the way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, I ask you this. If the killer is in your window, is that an innuendo? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord. No. It's <laughs> so bad. Oh, but it's at least a 7.5. Was it, though? <laughs> Oh, look, the another hall with totally, like, pitch black, but with an amazing light coming from the beyond. Hey, they just closed up on the, the witch's hat. Uh-oh, here comes Uncle Sam. Whoa, here comes Uncle Sam. Or is he, um, you know, oh, what's that song that... Yeah, he looks completely different without his hat. What's what's the song that Cagney sings? Uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yeah, is he Yankee Doodle? <laughs> I think he just might be. <laughs> I don't know why that's the only reference I had for that. No, that's perfect. <laughs> Speaking of that, no, that could be a patron episode. I... If we did Yankee Doodle Dandy. Oh, no. Man. I literally could not remember anything except that Cagney, like, danced to that. Yep. And as far as I'm concerned, Yankee Doodle Dandy is a horror movie. Oh. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So he's either Uncle Sam or Yankee Doodle. <laughs> well. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Uh-oh. We have an everything's fine moment. You know, that quiet... Oh, the classic right right before our, our final scare. Yeah. It's everything's okay, and she's in the magician's room. Look, she's figuring some stuff out pretty fast. <gasps> she's, she's looking in the suitcases. 
the rose that the magician gave her. I think she's starting to put stuff together. Is she the creeper? Okay, so now we've got... Oh, oh, please be a yearbook. Or something. It's a yearbook. Is it? Nice. Yeah. Love a good old yearbook. Okay, so... Oh, wait, wait, it's like a... No, what is oh, it? It's, is it a scrapbook? Or, or it's is a, it a scrap is it a program? Uh oh! Okay, David Copperfield's dead. Scream Queen. That was such a good scream, my god. So, by the way, Copperfield's dead in his trunk. It was not the music. Not the musician? Magician. Not the magician. <laughs> now, look at this. Look at how many people are still alive. This is what gets me about this movie. H half of the train is just having fun still. Yeah, but the magician is dead. So it was not who they thought it was. Oh, oh. okay. She's with the conductor saying, hey. Ah, yes. What's going on? Okay, the conductor takes her hands and pulls on him. Uh-oh, it's not the conductor. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Who's this? Who's this? We, we got a conductor's costume. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Strange mask. <gasps> oh my god. Look, look what's going on here. <gasps> oh snap. Um. Conductor takes off the some teeth um the hat reveals a blonde wig taking off lipstick oh snap it was the magician's assistant the magician's assistant but he was in a wig and fake like makeup oh my god it's the it's the nerd from the beginning the very beginning of the movie the guy who got bullied, the guy they played the prank on, the guy they traumatized, the guy they put through all that shit. He was dressed as a woman, and he was playing the role of David Copperfield's assistant, and he killed everybody on this train. And it was a revenge. Uh-oh, and he's saying, kiss me, Elena, just like she said uh, in, in the beginning of yeah, the joke. Yeah, brought it back. Oh, heck yeah. His voice, though, is so creepy right here. I, um, I remember. It's so scary. <laughs> um, so she kisses him. Mm -hmm. And he starts to freak out. My oh, God. Look at this. It, it triggered memories of that night. And now he's spinning around, just like he's spun around. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god, screaming. But but the real conductor just walked in and saved the day. I think he's gonna get this guy. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. oh my god. Okay, oh. He, he, he hit him. He hit him oh. Oh. And he just fell out of the train, off of the bridge, into the river. There's no through the woods, and there's no to grandmother's house we go here. Oh my god. He fell so far. Yeah, he did. That And the way, the way his shoe popped off. Oh right? my. 
That was nuts. Oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. His voice, though. Elena. Okay, okay, but the train whistle. Elena. Look at the train whistle. Okay, and it goes back to the train, and the train is going down the tracks. It's the end of the movie. And then we just end. With, like, like no, a disco no, song. No collect $200, no Pasco. We just end. That was crazy. We just end. This is... uh. <laughs> by far the most abrupt ending. So there is no closure of any kind. There's no this, there's no that. The killer has been killed and the movie is done. Yeah, that was insane. Oh, okay. You see this, the band is called Crime. Oh. Uh... So the house band is called Crime. Look at the songs are Funky Love, Broken Man, Heroes, and Love or Blues. Are you kidding me right now? Because... So <laughs> that's amazing because they were really really good they were really good <laughs> okay, so, so, so another house band house right? band uh, incredible I'm okay <laughs> I'm so excited about this one because uh, I had completely forgotten how the, the killer reveal happened until oh, yeah until Doc until they showed the hand with the nail polish and then I remembered what happened but it it's so surprising what an amazing job uh what an first of all great makeup and and costume but the reveal to have Jamie Lee go and it's and then all of a sudden boom he looks up takes the wig off and it's like here I am <laughs> it's incredible it's so it's incredible. good I'm, it's so it's so good that i'm still actually like frozen as i as i oh watch no it. so. it's so good i love it i love it so much and okay here's the thing the beginning is so sad it's so it's so bad it's it's almost awkward it's it's, it's so, so bad, bad. Yeah. and so i think because Jamie didn't back. yeah Jamie didn't know obviously like it's the worst beginning you know that it's, it's so it's bad like the worst well, of all the pranks that right? oh of the no. pranks yeah well because they're they're we can talk about prom night but I mean these guys are twice their age like they should know better oh well yeah actually it is the worst one in that way um I absolutely think though that he saved Jamie for last because of that because of the whole prank and, right. and how it played out and he knew that obviously it was organized by um, yeah, he did. the frat yeah. guys mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is just ugh, appalling honestly but it's one of my absolute favorite freak out moments I could do top 10 freak out moments yeah we should do that yeah because his I think he's the perfect actor for this you know he's um, very, like, petite, but, my goodness, the, like, charisma. Petite! Well, he is! <laughs> he's petite! He, oh, he was the magician's assistant in a ball gown, like, he's petite! Oh, I love it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's petite! Okay, you know what I mean? Slime. <laughs> Slender. <laughs> yeah. But it went from, like, inappropriate use of thigh... 
actually, to totally inappropriate use of thigh. <laughs> yep. Yep. As exactly. the assistant. And, and, and in this way, it is like the circle of life. It really is. But the circle of thigh. <laughs> the, my favorite thing that they did, though, is repeat the moment at the beginning, at the end, when he stands up and he's just like, he's spinning around and freaking out. To have him repeat that moment, there's something so tragic and amazing about that. I completely agree. They threw it back to the very beginning. They tied everything together. So good. From start to finish, the vibe so was perfect. The colors. Oh my goodness. The colors were on another level. That, I don't even know what to do with the colors. Yeah, the visuals <laughs> in the movie are, are unparalleled. They, they are truly in a class of their own. Honestly, um, I feel like maybe Lynch was inspired a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because sure. those the black and white and the red, I mean, my goodness. Yeah. Something, something's going on. Like, it's it's so it's so good and the the multifaceted emotional component here yes. with regard oh, to so Amy Lee and her role and everything right and and like yes. the the sort of inherent contradiction here like she has in so many of these movies yes. you know i mean in halloween she's like in her purest form of of what that is Right, yes. but then in in every other movie, yes. she plays a very complex, conflicted character because she is more integrated into social dynamics. Yes. So she's so in every movie aside from Halloween, she's popular. Let's put it like that. Yes, that's a good way to she's, describe she's popular. it. She's exponentially more popular than she was in Halloween, and and so mm. with that comes all of these complexities involving morality in, yeah. involving uh what her friends are doing and the extent to which she agrees or disagrees with their action yeah absolutely you know like this is she's a, a a good person who is in the midst of of all of this um sort of fraternity sorority nonsense yeah i mean it, it really does seem a little bit um, on the the prom night scale, but in college, where she was obviously with Mo, and it kind of grew over the years. Where yeah, you know, she wouldn't have been with that group if it, you know, hadn't been if for it wasn't this. For Mo. Yeah, it wasn't for exactly. Mo and like the dynamic there. But Mo, I lost Mo. No Mo. No Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag no mo. So no mo because of no pants. I'm sorry. <sighs> you know that's what it comes down to, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I go ahead and say that there. Okay, there were many people in this film that you might call characters. Yes. Um, there the cast was particularly large. Yeah, there were there were there were a lot of players here, and half of them are still alive. By the way. Oh, I know. Um, I forgot that her the Cleopatra mermaid made it. By the way. Yes, yes, uh, that 
shocked me as well. I forgot. Because it doesn't it doesn't stand to reason. Um, she was relatively harmless, like as far as pants being pants, and then Mitchie was kind of like floating around with all the guys. So she was right. kind of like I think she was only I don't know, she she just didn't seem to be um too wild, I think. Yeah, I could see that. And I love her new name that we gave her, by the way, Cleopatra Mermaid. Oh, is excellent. Well, <laughs> it's excellent because, like, it's. I think it's both. Okay, here's the other thing. <laughs> it is. It's, oh, it's definitely both. It's definitely both. Oh my goodness. Um. So we've got. Okay, so it's Groucho. The body count is Groucho, B Jive D Jack, um, Mitchie. The magician, Mo, Doc, Five, Pants, six, Seven, and oh, conductor. the conductor. Did anybody? Eight. Did anybody go after that? Or the was killer it? is nine. The killer is nine. Um. So okay, yeah, not. Actually, I mean that's still relatively up there as far as the year goes, but not too bad. Well, yeah, we'll take we'll take nine. I'll take nine for sure. Nine, nine, nine works. I mean, nine works because it was such a big it. cast. You know, like happy birthday to me, six. So. Um, yeah, Halloween is what like four. <laughs> yeah, Halloween is really really low, but <laughs> uh, you know, Friday the thirteenth. Three and and four and stuff. We're, we're talking about like every five minutes. Yeah. So I I think that they were well within the range of of what makes good pacing. Oh, I do too. It was a I, long I, time. Yeah, and they mixed it with some really good aesthetics, as we have mentioned so many times. The lighting. Here. Okay, the lighting. Wow. I'm gonna post pictures. So that yeah. you can see a little bit what we're talking about as well as imagine if you're just listening, magenta. Magenta neon and the blue, green. The blue mist. The, the blue, blue mist. mist. <laughs> it was um, so good. Yeah, reds with black and white checkerboard, like a jukebox. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that's what I love about these early ones too, because aside from the story, and yes, you know, the, the kills, the final girl sequence. Um, we also got a disco party. We got a magic show. We got a costume, like, showdown. Oh, I forgot! Did Uncle Sam go? No, maybe he didn't. No. He survived. Slash Uncle Sam Yankee Doodle. <laughs> Yankee Doodle. I just call him Yankee Doodle now. name is just dandy. Oh, God. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, you know who I would love to have on the show is um, Carol Clover, uh, Men, Women, and Chainsaws. Yeah. I would love to talk about Terror Train. It, oh man, Th now that would be a four-hour episode. For sure. <laughs> uh, wow. That would I, be a four-hour. How fun Jesus. would that be? We haven't even we haven't even delved. I know. So let's let's delve. God damn it! So, generally speaking, we have covered 
female killers and we've covered male killers. Yes. We've covered dynamics that involve things that are particular to females and things that are particular to males. We are yes. still in 1981 here. Yes. And what we have here is a total gender bender situation. We have <gasps> I a love killer it. that is defying absolutely everything that we know with regard to gender. Yes. And essentially being the first non-binary killer. Yes. I think so. It's so uh, important too. It's amazing what they do. It, it, it is it is it, it is so well uh fleshed out if you will and yes. the I agree. It, it, let's take a look at psycho. Mm. Right? So so there are parts throughout the psycho series where Norman Bates is wearing a dress. Right. And he is dressed as a woman. Right. And he is he is portraying a woman and he's living, you know, as a woman in, right. in for like half the movie. So 1960. Right. He's he's doing this and and then that didn't happen for a couple of decades. Yeah. A couple of decades went by and now we've got Terror Train. Terror Train is amazing. I just love I mean especially with the magic show and also like having it be with the magician it was kind of um magic you know this that they were pulling on the audience with the killer being the assistant because it's such a non role i mean you're you're kind of paying attention to her cuz she's like in the magic show at times but you really don't think about her at all she's you know what i mean as as the killer i mean Well, yeah, throughout the movie she succeeded in being a non-entity. Yeah, which is amazing. Truly faded into the background, but then mm. do the 20 do the 2020 hindsight viewing. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah. so funny. Like It's so obvious. Sudden, it's like this is a dude, you know. Well, it's time, I was like, wow. The second time it was him. Like I totally noticed the eyebrows, the nose. I was like I was like, "Oh, it's totally the killer because uh yeah, everything." And so, oh my god, I just love it. It's so amazing. And then the hand though. That's my favorite part because that's when you really oh. start thinking, "What what is going on here?" because on Doc, you have the hand with the painted nails and the ring and and all of a sudden from that yeah. point, you're like, "I just have no idea what's happening." And so and so for me, I I think the moment was when she was talking to David Copperfield yeah he was actually taller than him oh well yeah And yeah but like, like that could happen though it could it could happen but then also when she was floating yeah it was totally it was ah. totally the body shape and that's why i'm saying it was so yeah. important to take note when he yeah. is like stripping at the very very beginning when he's getting um the joke you know played same on body, him it's the same and that's what's what's so interesting it's the same exact person and you're trying like you're not really thinking about it on that level but then you watch it again and it's like there are so many clues that are right in your face not even just like that i mean really obvious like oh this is the nerd um 
Yeah. It's so good. I love Jamie Lee, though, being the heart, being compassionate, being, like, the only one who cares what happened to him. Um, you know, it turns out she actually visited him in the hospital, and that's why she knows all of this. But, oh, I love it. I truly love it for its aesthetics. I love the story. Mm-hmm. I, I love... I love all of this complex gender stuff that it invokes. Uh, I think that that was very much ahead of its time in that regard. I do too. And I, I like the reveal. I mm. like the pacing. Yeah. There are very few complaints that I actually have about the movie. I, I think that uh, my primary complaint, which was the potential claustrophobia of taking place on a train yeah was negated by the use of colors so yes they figured out a way to to make this train the coolest place in the whole wide world they really did and the the cars the dining car and the little dance room the that they had all of the seats you know stripped out of so it seemed a little yeah. bit bigger at least um i love that everything was constantly kind of moving back and forth though because of the movement of the train that was pretty cool okay the movement of the train is is so incredible as a film device yeah because it, it actually made me feel like i was on an amusement park ride oh i can totally see that like bobbing back and forth the entire right time. I, I, i'm like wow like i feel like i'm moving when I'm watching this movie. Maybe that's why they call it a movie. Oh, no. <laughs> so, let me oh, tell you. Oh, God. <laughs> Amazing. I had Full force very... tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I had it. a very, 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 very good time. All I know is I'm aboard this train. Someone's in the kitchen with Dinah, okay? And oh. And this movie... You know what? Amazing. I think it's me in the kitchen with Dinah. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm in there chopping up onions and, and um, yeah. It's this. Yeah, it, it, it right was there. okay. Jamie Lee Curtis, aesthetics, perfect pacing, um, <laughs> a, a, a profound twist. Mm -hmm. It gives you things to think about. There are discussion points that will always be relevant. Yeah. Uh, your joke, though, I can't get past it. <laughs> Sorry. It's so silly. It's, it's, it's looming. It's that looming, was right? silly. <laughs> you know what? Let's let's nickname that joke Loomis. Oh. Oh, no. You want to do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Loomis being... The most beloved character oh. for me from Halloween. Ever. Oh, Ever. he's... I love... I love his whole role in knowing Michael Myers. And also, we named a character after him. We named an archetype after him. There's always oh, yeah. a Loomis. There's always a Loomis who, like, There's knows what's going on. And, and in this film, the Loomis was the conductor. Oh, that's right. So we had a Loomis here. Like, we always have a Loomis. Oh, in, my goodness. In, in, in prom night, the Loomis was the therapist. Yes. In Friday the 13th, it was Crazy Ralph. Nice. 
Ooh. In Nightmare on Elm Street, it's Nancy's oh, father. Saxon. There's always a Loomis. And it is it is so comforting to know, right, when this crazy stuff is happening, that there's some sort of character who knows what's going on. Yes, I love and, it. And has a good heart and wants to help you. Oh. So. <laughs> so good. Um, what do you think about uh, giving out some numbers? Yeah, I was just going to say, what do you think about a rating for this? Well, it hits all the marks. It does. So there's what that means is it can't go below nine five. Oh, exactly. And uh, so the real question here is, how do I contrast it to the ratings I've been giving out lately? Exactly. Which have all been pretty high. I know. <laughs> uh, well, we've been in, we've been in Canada. Prom night, like Black Christmas. We're talking about you know really 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 good films lately. Yeah that would be a 10 if not for our we agreed oh, yeah. that we can only have like the one 10 for your yeah, movie if, and my movie if we hadn't have made that agreement then yeah. i would have given all of these 10 to be honest black christmas for sure black christmas man that was good Woo. that it took everything in me not to give out a 10 yeah i know everything in me, me i wanted too. so bad and i'm gonna look just I mean, you're going to come out okay with the 10. I'm going to come out looking ridiculous when we get to my 10. <laughs> That's going to be a festival. So, I'm actually really looking forward to that. I, I am too. It's going to be super fun. <laughs> because guess what's going to happen? The movie that we watch directly after that. I'm, I'm going to be raving about. Oh, God. I know. Uh-huh. Oh, no. I'm not even going to say. Not even going to say. Once we get a little further down the road here we have a lot of surprises in store yes we do I mean, look at look at how look at how much stuff we've got going on stuff to cover we've got the jollos we've got the late 80s stuff we got 70s we, we, have to, we have to go back to the 70s we, we got to do proto slashers we got to get into some leather face um we have to do halloween we have to do halloween <laughs> of all things which Hello. brings me to some serious meat and potatoes here when we start going through the series when we start getting into like a saga right when we do halloween yes and we go through the saga and yeah. we follow the story and we and we go through nightmare on elm street and we yes, we sort I'm... of live there like we live in elm street for a while oh absolutely you know? it's, um, it's gonna be great i have in the drum room my sign on the door says Elm Street, so... Yes, yes. I'm excited. So, we, we have so much... But, you know what the scary thing is? Before we even get into all this, we still have so much more fun Canada to do. Oh, I know, I know. We have so much more fun Canada, so... I'm excited. So, I am uh, stalling for time because my rating is, is very complicated. So is yeah. mine! I, I don't know. I almost... I'm, I'm stuck. Okay. I'm going to say mine is a straight 9-5. That's incredible because mine is a 9-5-5. Five, five. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a 9-5-5. I wanted to actually differentiate because 
my 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 initial thought was okay i have to just go nine five because i remember giving prom night and happy birthday to me higher than that yeah and i i'm not going to disrespect those movies you know like this wasn't quite up there for me and the only reason yep. is because of the setting yep the setting i like to get out around town you know, go to the school, go to the movies, go to the skating <laughs> rink and stuff like that. I like, I like a, uh, like a diversified setting. Yeah. The fact that this was 100% in a constricted space, although it was mitigated by the creative use of lighting. Absolutely agree. Uh, it, it, it's still, you know, it can't go too far past the nine five because it, it's, you know, our rating system has to mean something here. <laughs> I agree. And so for me, it's a straight 9-5. Again, because I've given higher ratings to Black Christmas and Happy Birthday to me, etc. Because my one thing, and I know why they did it, and I, I... But the conductor with the shovel is ultimately what killed the killer instead of Jamie Lee. Ooh. I can't, I can't do it. Ooh, that is a very, very good point. So, so I they would... did not properly feature the final girl. So I would almost even give it less, but I can't because... Because it's so good. Because it's so good. The rest, it's that one moment. And I know why they did it because the actor, um, Ben Johnson, I think, was, you know, kind of like a an acting legend so I, I get that it's like a last hurrah type of moment and Jamie Lee does guide him there but yeah right. it's that like last two seconds that I oh I just wanted it to be Jamie Lee so much um to for that final push the final final one and but otherwise aside from that it's one of my absolute favorites because of the the reveal I think it is genius i think it's so perfectly mm -hmm. uh you know portrayed um by the actor by the way i think he does an amazing job i think that the the um past event is one of the most tragic and the callbacks the party the the magic um jamie um b jive d jack <laughs> <laughs> yeah, B-Jive, B-Jack. You know, pants. It's got, like, it's really it got out. some things. Yeah, it's got so much going for it that, um, yeah, I. that's where I am with, with why I give it that rating. So, the reason why I give it a 9.55. Yeah. <laughs> and this is probably perhaps the only time I'll ever do this. <gasps> is that I wanted to I wanted to just give it a straight nine five. Yeah. And so we we are perfectly in sync in in that regard. Sure. It is it is classic nineteen eighty one. You know, classic Canada. Classic. Everything about it is is wonderful. Yes. Um, we've already discussed why it's not going to reach the heights of a more expansive slasher. Right. From the same year, and but we've already also discuss why it makes up for that yes now 
the 9.55, I'm only adding another digit uh -huh. because I'm going to use the 9.5 in the future for other films, the okay. straight 9.5. Okay. And those films will not have Jamie Lee Curtis in them. Oh, so, right, so, all right, so right. The, the presence of Jamie Lee Curtis alone mm -hmm. is, is I remember that I have to I have to distinguish it somehow from my other straight nine fives. I know? remember. Yeah, because like if if they had everything else, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis, it would still be a straight nine five for me. I think but so because too. Because she is so good at what she does. Yeah. I I I want to sort of give an extra little thing there. So I see. I'm I I see. I five, but I'm heavily biased by the fact that. My favorite actress is in this movie. Yeah, you know? Jamie Lee's hard to beat, and I love her her attitude in this. She is she's really confident, and she's full on final girl. She um, is. I mean, it's just like a hundred percent in that role right right now. I will say, yeah, she's it's really good. yeah, exactly. Um, but. That's yeah. I think that's why it's still a high rating, though. Yeah, it, it, yeah. This this movie has its, I, I guess, if you want to say it, its flaws, you know. And we use that yeah. word with the caveat that you know clearly we both love this movie. Yeah. But also we keep it real here, and it it has it's a couple of flaws. Yes. And if, as you said, Jamie Lee Curtis had actually killed the killer as a final girl is supposed to mm -hmm. that would have gone up a, an entire point for me oh yeah me too um, easily and and then a very subjective thing for me is the setting if 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 this movie would have taken place somewhere else of course that is a paradox because it's called terror train so yeah it would be negated <laughs> but uh, you know perhaps that thing where they cut away and there's like a subplot perhaps that takes place somewhere else like maybe somebody's relatives or wondering what happened to them or, or something yeah you know the entire thing was on the train and oh. under normal circumstances that oh. would have really upset me with the claustrophobia uh, oh, but no. under these particular circumstances because of the lighting and because because of Jamie Lee yes. and because of the fact that it is just damn good in I know. every possible way. They clearly knew what they were doing. Yep. That's the thing. That's what I was. Yes. That's, That's the, the vibe. Right? Like they know what they're doing. These people, they wanted to make a cool slasher. Yep. And it, if it's a cool slasher, it doesn't really matter. Like yeah. where it plays or Basically. nothing else matters. It, it's just a cool slasher. And here's where we where we go as well with Canada, especially. Mm -hmm. The actors are are they're all good. They all oh. like put their heart and soul into whatever role it is. It's kind of amazing. Every single performance just now was great. Yeah, they're they take really it good. They're not, you know, they don't have that vibe where it's like, oh, I don't really want to be here. You mean New Year's Evil? <laughs> Oh God! Exactly, exactly. No, these people—they they wanted to make a slasher for the right reasons. Yep. And it—it it comes out in the final product. Yes. So this—this this is a positive part of the slasher movement. This is like what we look to when we when we talk about classic. 
Oh, you know, absolutely. We're, we're right in the in the middle of the classic era right now, and yes. Terror Train truly, truly gets my respect. I I love it for I love later like eighties slashers too. For a very different reason, for a, such a fun, right. fun, like kind of campy element. It's a party. It's a party. Um, but these early ones, it's it's more like a film. It's like, exactly. <laughs> if you will, a, a film oh, I will. versus the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's totally great. It 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 actually was emotionally gripping. It was <laughs> like so it's the fact intense. that we both got it. Like, remember, it happened to us both. We both kind of oh my goodness got like sucked into the emotionality at different points. And oh yeah, we'll, I, I think that that's a a very good measuring stick. If we both get drawn in to yes. the story in a slasher <laughs> movie, then that that tells you everything you need to know. Well, I really feel for what what they did you know the prank it's Me awful too. it's i don't it's... think i ever got past that no <laughs> and so i just oh it's the way that they play that is just amazing but also like the music the random band so cool like the vibes are just really fun um and kind of dark and not just like visually it's it's just it's almost like near goth movie like if it had been made you know in the like in the sweet spot like with Depeche Mode ready Betty 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 I can get it back I can get it back Betty, what the oh, heck happened? That's a sigh. I, it is my phone messing up. That was a long Betty. I know, that was a long Betty. But we can pick it back up. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it, it's, in other words, an excellent film that was not quite as good as the last couple of films that we reviewed. But make no mistake, it is incredible in its own right, and I dare say in its own left. Okay. I mean, the reveal is worth it alone. Like, it's such yeah. a good who done it. Oh, it's you, classic Canada. Um, I, I love the conventions. They're every single thing that we look for was here. And I love the. <laughs> the acting. I know you don't go to slashers for like the actors, but sometimes but when it's do. Jamie Lee Curtis and <laughs> like, yeah. if it's Black Christmas, you know, um, Lois Lane, I mean, come on. It's, oh, yeah. th some of these actors are really good in these roles. And it's, you know, it's not just the, the body count element, especially in the early, the early slashers or Canadian movies. It, it's like just... Yes. The joking around, the the random party banter is so funny. Yes, yes. And, okay, the the use of the red herring <gasps> Best. was in full effect here. Okay. Um, good, old, good old terror train attempting to derail us, if you will, mm. and sort of uh, kind of make us go with the David Copperfield as the killer idea. Yep. 
which is right. so, so, so good. It, it's it's great stuff because not only do they derail us, but they get us off track. Yes. Well, yeah, because who would who would suspect the assistant? Like nothing about that character has anything to do with anybody. You know, I'm starting to think that they had locomotives. Oh no. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean their motives were loco. So oh, I'm blowing no. the whistle on this one. Okay, I'm blowing the whistle on this one. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? And, and just because look, the the way that they engineered this film is uh Oh is, god. Is, really? I mean, look, like I said, somebody's in the kitchen with Dinah and you know it's me. It is you. Right? Now I absolutely I absolutely yeah, I do think that it's you now. <laughs> so you you are you you got the nine point five. I got the nine point five, you got the nine point five five um yeah. terror train that was super super like fun mystery okay what's next Tesu? um oh, oh, oh. now this is an interesting one okay this is interesting what's next well gosh let me tell you yeah um <laughs> tell we basically we've we've decided that in light of the recent holiday Yes. We need to review My Bloody Valentine. Yes, we do. Because I... how could we not? Canada. We, we uh... got to keep going with this. You know, we got we to gotta keep this train going here. And <laughs> yeah. My Bloody Valentine is, is the next logical progression. It, it, it was filmed within like 17 days of this movie. And <laughs> yeah. it definitely keeps the vibe going. It's got every single thing we're looking for yes it so does. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna probably both love that i'm just gonna give a little spoiler oh i remember i remember that it was my favorite at one point in time it was your favorite for remember the it like, was your favorite yeah oh my goodness i think the first time i saw it i was like this is amazing very well it may well. have been the first canadian one that i saw and so i just i was so uh, enthralled with like the Canadian approach. Honestly, it, it they just have their own vibe, and well, you you it. also you really like the the stylings of My Bloody Valentine. I with, do with with regard to the coal miners stuff, and and they, they would yep. have like smoke coming out of the mine and just random camera cuts and stuff. It's That's crazy. the thing, and you and. Loved it playing on the valentine's theme so a lot of you know fun like pop-ups about the day through the movie and there's a complicated love story too. oh yes there is yeah. and well i think honestly i really am thinking that lynch was inspired by canadian slashers the more that i <laughs> see like the aesthetic like yeah. the mist the craziness of like the interpersonal dynamics random bodies popping up like for sure i can see that <laughs> i can see that and so i i think in my opinion you know my bloody valentine and terror train 
are two of the of the twin peaks of the genre. <gasps> yes. You know? Um. Exactly. <laughs> because like they, they both uh they're they're kind of they're like we know that we're in 1981 now. Yeah. You know these are very conscious of what they're doing mm -hmm. and they're doing it for the perfect reasons. They're trying to to make this genre into this legendary thing. They did and it. They did. They did. And that's like that's why we're here. That's why like, we're here doing this. They they just it's so so much fun. Um okay, and so that's my pick. Your pick is going to be after and what is it going to be? <laughs> All right. So we're gonna do 1981, The Prowler. Ooh. The Prowler. Tom Savini is yes. back. Tom Yay. So, The Prowler is sort of a can't wait. More more of the same, you know, more of the same stuff we love. It's by the books. It's got all of the convention. It does the 1950s to 1980s tie-in. Yes. And and the entire thing is centered around the high school. Oh, perfect. Okay. So it's, yeah, we, we got some some really good stuff coming up, and I'm really excited about it. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. That'll be awesome. All right. So, what are we bringing? What are we bringing for my bloody Valentine? Hmm. Well, we could either do. I'm, I mean, I know you'll have chocolate either way. It's so very true. I was gonna say some chocolates, but. It's so true. That's just going to be like Wednesday. So for my bloody Valentine. Chocolate's good. I like that. But you don't really eat chocolate, though. I, I don't, but I'm trying to think of something else that I could do. <gasps> do you like, um what, like Red Hots or... Oh, I love, I love all that stuff. I love yeah. That. So maybe oh, some, something wait, like that. Wait, what about Candy Heart? Yes. Yeah, totally. I can do some Candy Heart and then also a lump of coal. Oh, perfect. And, <laughs> and maybe maybe we can listen to Heart Shaped Box. Oh my God, that's so great. Okay, let's, so. Yeah, let's the Heart Shaped Box and then, okay. and then I'll, I'll eat some candy hearts and you'll eat some chocolate. Yep. And we'll perfect. both have a lump of coal. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go get some coal. Because that's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do. See, we're dedicated to this. Yes, this is Slashers and Suits. Slashers and Suits. So with your 9.5, my 9.55, we are deep within the grip of 1981 Canada. We're loving every second, and it's not going to stop. All aboard, and keep your suit on. 